Cover Zero Podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells. Week 11 is here. The Dolphins are back in action. We're going to absolutely whoop the Raiders. And we'll get to talk about all these matchups. Um, this episode, though, just me. Uh, yeah, week 11, not not a great slate. Better than last week. Better prime time or more marquee matchups, I guess you should say. Starting off with that Thursday night game, uh, Bengals and Ravens. Ravens and Bengals. Where is that game? It's Bengals and Ravens in Baltimore. Uh, we'll talk about that game soon enough. Also got games like uh, Chiefs and Eagles. Two great bookend games for the week. Um, and yeah, this episode, I'll start with the blind Thursday night football recap, uh, get into the preview of the rest of the Week 11 slate, and then give you my pick'em choices. Um, I guess let's just get straight into it. Uh, Thursday night football, Bengals-Ravens. Ravens were minus 3.5 point favorites. Total was set at 45.5. Uh, this was a... This was a game where the Bengals needed to come in. They needed this win to stay in the AFC wildcard race. And wasn't too much. This was a pissed-off Ravens defense that was hungry and was mad. Uh, and they played well. They played great even without Marlon Humphrey in the game. Uh, did not matter. That pass rush got home against this crappy Bengals offensive line all night. And Joe Burrow in the offense could not do enough this uh, Bengals defense thought it wasn't going to have Trey Hendrickson. I thought it wasn't going to have Trey Hendrickson. He was supposed to be out for at least, it seemed like a month. And no, he's fine. He played. Uh, did not matter, though. The Ravens offense took control, ran the ball. It was a big explosive game from Keaton Mitchell on the ground. It was very nice to see. Um, Yeah. Uh... Well, I was going to talk about this game. Yeah, I think the Ravens win. I think that they take a stranglehold of this division with this win. And the Bengals, they're kind of in no man's territory right now. I think that makes them 5-5 five and five on the season. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see if they can claw their way back into it. I still have some faith in them, but they got to start rattling off some wins or they don't have the easiest of schedules for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, I guess that'll do it for the blind recap. Let's get into the Sunday slate of games. Starting off, 1 o'clock game, AFC South divisional matchup. Titans at Jaguars. Jags minus 7, total set at 39.5. Um, this is a game where we'll find out who the Jags really are. They got punched in the mouth badly last week off the bye. The Niners just took it to them. And this is a game that the Jags should win, should win with ease. I mean, that minus 7 line shows that, but... We will see. I think if the Titans, the Titans camp play close, they, again, it's not a great team, but it's a divisional matchup. Titans play good defense. You never know. The Jags offense has not been what it should be this year. Um, it really all depends on shutting down Trevor Lawrence's first read and Christian Kirk, and then shutting down that run game with Travis Etienne. If you can limit his uh, 
outside carries really make sure you set that edge, make them run between the tackles. Uh, it's kind of how you shut down the Jags offense. I think Mike Vrabel and this defense are up to the challenge. Um, I guess we should see. I still do think the Jags are going to win this one. But what else can we talk about? The Titans here, I mean, God, in that last, on that Wednesday podcast, all I talked about was their color scheme. Um, it's really, there's nothing really to talk about for the Titans' outlook for the rest of the season. They're out of it. They're not making the playoffs. They'll have probably a top 10 pick, which is really nice for them. Because uh, they they have pieces. They're building. It's a re- retooling for them because they still have a good roster. But uh, they just need the draft well. They need the draft uh and they started off pretty well with uh, Peter Skronsky and Will Levis and Ty J Spears. Uh, it'll look like a completely different team. I think that they'll probably, I don't know what Hopkins' contract actually was. Maybe they'll try to move him because uh, I don't know why he would want to stay there for a rebuild unless they think they can come back like super quick. Um, yeah, but this is just kind of a let Will Levis do Will Levis things. Derrick Henry usually has big games against the Jags, so uh, the Titans need to get this run game going for this offense to really do much of anything because not a lot of separation happening out there for Hopkins nowadays. Um, Yeah, I think that's enough for this game. Let's keep going, though. Uh, Next game up, uh, Chargers at Packers. Chargers minus three. Total set at 43.5. Listen. This should be a game where the Chargers absolutely clobber the Packers. The Packers are just flat out not a good team. I don't think the Chargers are a very good team, but the Packers aren't good. This line is, I'll say it, a little bit disrespectful towards the Chargers. Um, Packers can't stop anyone on the ground. Uh, I think this could be a big Austin Eckler uh, running performance. Uh I guess we'll see the Chargers. However, I think that line is low. I'm just remembering now. Keenan Allen, I think, is out for this Chargers team. Let me. Uh, he's questionable, but I don't think it's great. Uh, he doesn't practice. He didn't didn't practice again yesterday, uh, so he's questionable going into the game. Um, if he plays, I mean, he'll line up. Wait, did I also see that Jair Alexander was hurt? No, Christian Watson and Aaron Jones. What a surprise that they are both hurt. Um, Jair Alexander is questionable, but, uh, oh, he also missed practice, so I guess we'll see. Um, but yeah, this could be a big step up. Now is your time, QJ. Show us what you got. Tell us why you were the first, or I guess the second wide receiver off the board. Second wide receiver, right? He was, he was drafted after Jackson Smith and Jigba, but before... Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison, right? Yes. Yes, he was. It was QJ, Zay Flowers, and Jordan Addison. Show us why you deserve to be that second uh, second receiver taken in the draft. Should be a big prove-it game for him. But, um, yeah, I think Chargers are going to win this one with ease. Uh, keep going. Uh, another divisional matchup here, Giants at Commanders, Commanders minus nine and a half, total set at 37 and a half. Um, listen, the Giants just flat out, not a good team. Their offensive line sucks. They don't have any good weapons outside of Saquon. It's just Saquon and a bunch of guys. Tommy DeVito isn't an NFL quarterback in the slightest, and I don't think the Giants really care. I think that they're, they're on pace, I think, to get the first overall pick. I think that they 
want to move on from Daniel Jones. Uh, it's just, what's the point of Daniel Jones at this point, if we're uh, truly being honest? Um, Yeah. And the Commanders, I mean, they sold, or they traded away Montez Sweat and Chase Young. And since that, I think they lost both of their games, but they've played, actually no, they beat the beat the Patriots, I'm sorry, and then close game against the Seahawks. They've been playing well, and they've been playing well for a large part due to the offense and Sam Howell and Brian Robinson, the run, running back, who's having a very good year. Uh, minus nine and a half is, I think, a lot of points, but oh, this Giants team is so bad. Um, the Giants' defense would really have to step up, I think, to keep this game close, uh, force some turnovers, get the Giants' good field position, but I honestly, I don't think it really matters for uh, this offense. Commanders should win this one with ease. Uh, let's keep going. Next game up, Raiders at Dolphins. Total set at 46.5. Dolphins minus 13.5. Let's, uh, this line was at minus 10 when it was first set. I immediately saw that. I jumped on it. Boom, placed the bet. It is now at minus 13.5. Like I just said, that is a big 3.5 point swing. Uh since the line opened, I absolutely love it. Um, I am hoping that Devon Achan will be in this game, get our uh, number one running back back on the field again, and we're we're gonna kick we're gonna kick the Raiders' teeth. And the Raiders have been on this hot winning streak. You know, they're smoking cigars in the locker room after beating the Jets and the Giants. Congrats. Uh, what a story, Antonio Pierce. 2-0 in your first two games as a head coach. But the Dolphins are pissed. Our defense is fully healthy. Everything's kind of fully healthy on offense, for the most part anyways. Guys are still banged up on the offensive line. But Tua, Tua's got the cornrows locked and loaded. This is a dangerous team. This is a team that is gearing up to go on a 5-0 and stretch here. And it all starts with the Raiders, and we're going to dismantle the Raiders. The Raiders' offense sucks. Aiden O'Connell, rookie QB, not great. Um, Max Crosby, just got to stop him. Very, very hard to stop stop Max Crosby, if we're being honest. But this Dolphins team is just so much better. And I know I say this, I mean, we're playing, we're playing a bad opponent, and we kick the shit out of bad teams, and that's just kind of what we've done so far this season. And we're not going to get a chance to prove it against the good teams until the back half of that schedule with the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills. And the Bills are questionable now at this point. But, um, yeah, this is a game where Miami at home is just going to absolutely whoop the Raiders, wipe those smiles off their faces that they have had since McDaniels has been fired, um, and just show that you are not part of this playoff class in the AFC and you're not even close. Congrats on the 5-5 five and five record right now, but downhill for the rest of the season here. Uh, Dolphins are going to absolutely roll. Uh, yeah, I was looking up Devon Achan because I want to see... Devon Achan injury... Yeah, still, still really no... Uh, Still really no update. So hopefully he's playing, but either way, Dolphins are going to kill them. Uh, next game up, Cardinals at Texans. Total set at 48.5. Texans minus 4.5. 
Um, I think Vegas is wise to put the line on this. I think that a lot of people are going to look at that line and be like, oh, the Cardinals suck. I'm going to bet the Texans minus four and a half. The Texans just beat the Bengals. Um, I said it last week. I am on the Cardinals now for, or I guess I said on Wednesday, I'm on the Cardinals for the rest of the season. And I think I will probably be, be taking Cardinals plus four and a half. I don't think I'll be taking them to win this game because I do think the Texans are better. But I think that we saw what the Cardinals offense last week looked pretty good. Looked pretty good um, against a good Falcons defense. Uh, and Kyler's shaking off some of the rust. There was a long bomb that was missed to Hollywood Brown. Uh, yeah, I am in on... I'm in on the Cardinals for this game. I think that the Cardinals offense will get up to form. James Conner back in action. Uh, Trey McBride's looking great. The offensive line's playing well. And this Texans defense isn't that great. Um, I think this will be a high-scoring game, though. The Texans offense is rolling, obviously. C.J. Stroud is one of the best QBs in the league this season. Uh, Unbelievable year for the rookie. But, yeah, I, I think the Cardinals have this game will surprise people. I mean, there's a reason why it's minus four and a half. I'm interested to see, actually. Uh, I think on DraftKings, I can look at how how much of the money is put where. So let me check that right now as I hit the Jeopardy music. I was just distracting myself, and I kind of forgot what I was doing. There we go. Cardinals, Texans. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, so 83% of the bets are on the Texans right now. DraftKings has that line at uh, Cardinals plus five. I like that even better. But, um, yeah, I think this is a game that will surprise people and kind of show that Texans aren't here yet. They are building, and I think next year, watch out. That AFC South division is going to be very, very good next year. Jags kind of have to figure it out. They got a head start, but that gap is closing quickly. Uh, Let's keep going, though. Uh, NFC North divisional matchup, Bears versus Lions. Lions minus 7.5, total set at 47.5. Justin Fields, first game back in, I want to say like a month or something, but... Uh, finally healed from that dislocated thumb. Apparently he was close to coming back last week, uh, Thursday night football, uh, just missed. So he is back in action now. Uh, it's a high total. This kind of, I think this is based off, I mean, the Lions are going to score as many points as they will against the Bears defense. Um, this actually might be an under game for me now that I'm thinking about it. Cause I don't, I'm not a big fan of, I don't think the Bears offense is going to be like, boom, Justin Fields is back. We're going to be so much better. I think it's kind of got to look little little more more or less than the same than it has with Tyson Bajan. It might be a little bit disrespectful, but the Lions defense also got disrespected last week. Um so they might play a little heavier. They don't really have to worry about someone like Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert dicing them up the field. Like Justin Field and D TJ Moore just aren't that type of duo. Um yeah, the Lions Lions are going to win this one. I don't think there's any doubt in the mind. Uh, there were some rumors that Lions head coach Dan Campbell would uh, take the vacant job at Texas A&M, his alma mater. Uh, he shut down those rumors. Um, but yeah, wouldn't... Tough to say, because I mean, obviously Dan Campbell has built that culture back up uh, 
in Detroit winning football. He's the reason for the turnaround. Um, But Ben Johnson will be gone next season. He's a big reason why the offense looks the way that it does. And uh, I'm sure there are a couple Lions fans that wouldn't have mind, oh, if Dan Campbell steps away for a different job and Ben Johnson just becomes the head coach. Um, Not going to happen. Dan Campbell's the guy, but it's definitely crept into a couple people's heads. It's weird. I feel like... I feel like hiring a defensive coach just doesn't work out the way it should. You know what I mean? I feel like it's easier from year in, year out if you switch defensive coordinators to keep that defense relatively intact. And if the unit is good, like from one year to one year, like same same players, whatever, it usually stays very good. It might take a slight step back, but offenses, I feel like, are very different. You lose that offensive coordinator and then, some of the magic is just gone. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess let's keep moving. Lions, Lions will win this one, no doubt. Uh, next game up, AFC North, another AFC North divisional matchup for this week. Steelers at Browns. Uh, Browns minus one. Total set at 32 and a half. Oh my God, I don't even know where to start. Uh, Watson is out for the rest of the year. Uh, it really just sucks. Couldn't have happened to uh, couldn't have happened to a worse guy. Um, yeah, I am. I'm fine with him missing the rest of the season. Uh, Karma's a bitch. I tweeted about it. People got mad at me. Uh, being on the side that defends someone who had 30 women accuse him of sexual assault. Not a good look, but that's beside the point. Uh, Watson is done. P.J. Walker, not the answer clearly. He just flat out stinks. So let's put in Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who at least looked good in the preseason. Um, He looked terrible in that one NFL game, but hopefully bounce back. Just tell him not to do as much. They run the ball. Again, very good Pittsburgh defense, but there's a reason why this total is set at 32.5. Such a, such a low total. Um... Yeah, and the Steelers, I didn't really talk about it uh, on Wednesday's show because tired, a lot of things happening this week. But um, I think the Steelers have like a minus 23 point differential despite them being 6-3 and three right now. Uh, it's absolutely unbelievable. I don't get it. Are the Steelers 6-4? and four? No, no, they're both 6-3. and three. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. I don't get it whatsoever. Mike Tomlin is just a genius. Uh... I guess this is going to, yeah, it's going to be a defensive matchup. Whatever defense forces the most turnovers comes out on top. That kind of gives me edge to the Steelers just because the Steelers' offense doesn't turn over the ball, as we found out with Kenny Pickett and his four turnovers so far on the season, lowest of any quarterback, uh, where I think pretty sure that DTR uh, in his first game had four turnovers himself. I think he definitely had three. So, um, yeah, I don't know. This is going to be a game that Red Zone avoids for most of the afternoon. So I guess we'll find out. Uh, we will keep going here, though. Uh, Cowboys at Panthers. Cowboys minus 10.5. Total set at 42.5. Um, I don't know why it's only Cowboys minus 10.5. I mean, we saw what that minus 17 line looked like for the... Uh, 
for the Cowboys against the Giants. The Giants absolutely, or the Cowboys absolutely whooped them. Now, the Panthers aren't as bad as the Giants, which is saying something, because the Panthers are very bad. But the Panthers are a very bad NFL team. The Giants are just a very bad football team in general. CFL, XFL, college. They're just a bad team. Um, so, yeah, the Panthers are, or the Cowboys are going to absolutely whoop them. I don't think that that's a doubt in anyone's mind. Uh, I think J.C. Horn is still... Oh, okay, he got... Uh, or his practice window got activated, but he's still... Uh, he is still out. CD should go off. The Cowboys are just going to roll in this game. Uh, Panthers' offense is just flat-out bad. It's stop Adam Thielen and you stop the Panthers. Uh, Cowboys' defense is just going to go after them all game. Uh, yeah, Cowboys are going to win this one easy. Let's keep going. Uh, Buccaneers at San Francisco. Uh, Niners minus 11.5, total set of 41.5. We're on, on, oh my god, we're on to the 4 o'clock slate now. Um, yeah. The Niners came back. They kicked the shit out of the Jags last week. They look good, but they're playing a decent Buccaneers team. Not a good Buccaneers team, but a decent Buccaneers team uh, whose defense is relatively good. They stop the run fairly well, and if you force Brock Purdy to throw the football, it sometimes hasn't worked out great. 90% of the time it has, and it hasn't mattered. Um... But yeah, the Niners are going to win this game. I think 11.5 might be a lot, if we're being honest, but their defense is so good. The offense is so good. Um, these are lines that I'm probably just going to avoid. I don't give the Buccaneers really a fighter's chance in this one either. Uh, it would be unbelievable if somehow they clawed back and that Baker magic and... I guess we can see what happens, but um, I I have severe doubts that uh, th that the Bucks can pull this one off. The Niners should roll, uh, so we shall keep rolling as well. Boom, wordplay. Um, yeah, Seahawks, Seahawks at Rams, Seahawks minus one, total set at 46 and a half. Uh, listen, the Seahawks have not been playing great football as of late. The Rams are coming off a bye. I am 90% sure that Matt Stafford will be playing. Is Puka Nakua playing? He's injured. He's limited. was limited Wednesday. He's good to go. Uh, Matthew Stafford isn't even on the injury report. He is back. He is good to go. Um... Yeah, and I guess we'll see. I mean, this should be a big... like I, Again, the Seahawks should win this one. I think the Seahawks are the much better team than the Rams. Um, but can Reek Woolen and Devon Witherspoon stop Cup and Nakua? I guess we shall see. Uh, Rams coming off a bye, too. I don't know. Like, like the Seahawks should win this one. The Seahawks are just the flat-out better team, top to bottom. Um, I guess we'll find out, though, where they actually line up in the AFC. I don't think the Rams are great. Um, but that offense gives them a chance. That offense gives them, definitely gives them a chance to win. Um, yeah, anything else I can really talk about with the Rams? Not so much. Uh, 
The Seahawks, we all know my thoughts, is that they're just a fine team. Geno is Geno. He's the one truly holding them back. That's beside the point. Uh, Last 4 o'clock game here. Jets at Bills. Total set at 39.5. Bills minus 7. Bills obviously fire Ken Dorsey. They need to... They need to figure it out. They need to figure it out. This offense needs to be better, and they are going up against a very good Jets defense, a Jets defense that has had their number over multiple weeks. Um, so Joe Brady's going to have to cook some stuff up here. Um, again, the Bills, the Bills should win this game. The Bills, are, the Bills, for all the crap that the Bills are getting, the Bills are not a bad team. Their offense is still one of the best, even though Josh... Uh, Allen does turn over the ball a lot. I think Dan Orlovsky went back and actually looked through the interceptions and was like, three of these are actually bad interceptions. The rest are, whether they be tipped or miscommunications or arm punts from Josh. Um, People really went to town, a lot of it on Dolphins Twitter, which just kind of pisses me off about like, oh, Josh Allen sucks. He's the reason. I think Josh Allen should be on the outs, blah, blah, blah. Josh Allen is easily a top five quarterback in this league. He's having a down year, and he's not even really having a down year. The offense is having a down year. The play calling is having a down year. The Bills, the Bills are having a down year. This was what I was trying to get on Wednesday's show. It's a team sport. Focusing on individuals doesn't always work, and I do it myself. We all do it. It's kind of, we all have our biases, but at the end of the day, we have to remember it's a team sport. That's why I'm kind of getting there with Herbert being like, oh, it's not great around him, but he's also not hes not a top-five quarterback. We have seen Josh do things that Justin Herbert could never even dream of yet, uh, but nothing wrong with me calling Justin Herbert Matt Stafford. Some people have issues with that, but that's a maybe future Hall of Famer, a guy who won a Super Bowl, uh, albeit with the second team, because, you know, the Chargers, Chargers are cursed, plain and simple. Um... But yeah, I don't know. Let's let's get back to that game. I don't know how I got on a rant about the Chargers. Chargers do that to me though sometimes. Um the Jets they got to start winning some games. Again, I I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back. I don't see the point. I don't know what the point of it will be if the Jets will be kind of out of a playoff spot, not in control of their own destiny. If he comes back, at least Zach Wilson has those improv, oh my god, improvisational skills, improvisational skills, yeah, that sounds right, um, he's mobile, he's young, he's athletic, he can move out of the pocket, because it's just offensive line sucks, if Rodgers comes back, he's just going to be a statue, he's going to get killed, will he be able to make those quick reads faster, but who, who, who is he throwing to, he's throwing to Garrett Wilson, there's no other good weapons for him to throw to. Brees Hall can run the ball all he wants. Um, the Jets also cut their, I think, third year back, Michael Carter, who had a very or a good rookie season. Then they drafted Brees Hall, and then they just kind of didn't use him in the ways. I think he signed with Arizona, I believe. Uh, but maybe they finally bring up Israel Abonacondi. He's a speedster give them a little more speed in that backfield. They need to do something to shake up the offense because it's just it just can't be the Brees and G Willie show. Uh but yeah, the Bills the Bills should be good in this one. Uh Sunday night football here, Vikings at Broncos, total set of 42 and a half. Broncos minus 2 and a half. Uh if you would have 
told me this game a month ago, I would have been like, ugh, this game is terrible, it's awful. But now the Vikings and Broncos are both on hot streaks. I think the Bron- or the Vikings have won five in a row now. Uh, that's that's right, right? Yeah, Vikings have won five in a row. The Broncos are on a three-game winning streak. Uh, and I don't really know. I don't know where to go in this game. I'm actually excited. I'm excited to watch Josh Dobbs in primetime. I'm excited to kind of watch. Actually, I'm not excited to watch. The Broncos aren't. I think the Vikings are the better team. I think that... Let me check the injury report again here, too. Uh, Justin Jefferson was limited yesterday. I think that he will be playing. If he's playing, I am on the Vikings completely. Uh, I'm excited for this Vikings team. I think this is going to be a Vikings team that makes the playoffs, makes a little bit of noise, and... I, I, they're going to be a contender next year. I think I'm confident in saying that. I think that they're going to spend their money wisely. I think they might get Kirk on kind of a hometown discount because he doesn't want to leave. I think Kirk might be done with football if uh, if he doesn't get a contract again from the Vikings. Justin Jefferson has says that he wants Kirk back at his QB, and if they can spend money on the defense, they give uh, they give Hunter the bag there. They maybe get some more uh, better corners. They got a, they'll have a pretty high. They'll have a first round pick. They got to draft well, but uh, I think their GM, uh, what's his name, Quazy. Uh, either way, I I like the direction of this Vikings team. I like the. I think the Broncos team is just. This is kind of the level where they should have been at for most of the season. I think that the offense is obviously much better than last year. Sean Payton has them playing uh, relatively well. Russ is having a much better season than he did last year. The defense is finally stepping up. Pat Sertain is, again, we knew this, but one of the best cornerbacks in the game. Uh, yeah, Vikings GM, Kwesi Odafo Mensa. Uh, I think he's doing a very good job. I think that the Vikings will, will be contending next year because I don't think Brian Flores will be getting a head coaching opportunities yet, but... I think you give him another year, you get him to shape that defense the way he wants it to. Uh, Brian Flores will become will get another opportunity to become a head coach. Um, yeah. Uh, and finally, Monday Night Football Super Bowl rematch: Eagles at Chiefs. Total set at forty five and a half. Uh, Chiefs minus two and a half. I think that the Eagles are going to get the better of the Chiefs in this one. Uh, in the Super Bowl rematch, I do. I think that that Chiefs offense has stepped back quite a bit since these last teams saw each other, but so has that Eagles secondary. But that Eagles front seven is still just as dominant, if not better. And I think the way that this Chiefs offense has kind of been run most of the season is through through the run game a lot of the time. Um, yeah, but the Chiefs' defense is also very good. Trent McDuffie's going to have his hands full with A.J. Brown. I think that they might put him on Devonta and might try to double A.J. Brown. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. I think this is going to be a very good game. I think this is going to be the highest-rated game uh, of the year, of the season. They're going to get the Swifties involved. It's another Kelsey Bowl. 
Donna Kelsey will be getting all her media. Taylor Swift will probably be in attendance, as in uh, Travis was in attendance in Argentina, one of her concerts during the bye week for him. Um, so Kelsey's probably going to have a monster game with her in attendance. The media coverage of this game is going to be nuts. It might get a little bit nauseating towards Monday night, but this is going to be one of the better games of the season. Super Bowl matchup. Um, yeah, I think I'm on the Eagles in this one. I think that... I think that I, I mean, I have the Eagles ranked higher in the power rankings right now. I think they're my number one team in football. And I do like the Chiefs, but the Chiefs offense just isn't there. Maybe Andy Reid figured out some new things during the bye week to get one of the guys, one of the, get one one receiver anyways to be the focal point of the offense. We just haven't seen that so far yet, but uh this is going to be a fun one. I am very excited for this Monday Night Football matchup. Um, and yeah, I guess let's get into my pick'em choices for the episode. Okay, uh, time for the pick'em choices. As always, I will give a fave, a dog, an over, an under, and a money line dog. Let's get started with the favorite. Uh, I'm going to go with Cowboys minus 10.5. They are just flat out a much, much better team. They have been on a roll. The defense is playing well. The offense is playing well. And the Panthers just flat out suck. Uh, they absolutely whooped the Giants last week. That line was minus 17. This is six and a half points less. The Panthers just aren't a good team. They won't be able to move the ball, score points whatsoever. Like the Panthers might get 10 points. Um, and I definitely think that the Cowboys will be scoring more than 21. So uh, Cowboys minus 10.5, easy one for me. My dog, I'm going with Cards plus 4.5. If you couldn't tell from the preview there, uh, I like the Cards. I think their offense is going to kind of take shape of what it could look like for the future. Uh, Kyler Murray is really playing for his home in in Arizona. They still will have the option to trade him if they... Uh, I don't think that I again I don't think they're gonna trade him, but that option is still out there with them being two and eight here. Uh a win here would definitely help them uh or help him get to stay in his home in Arizona. I don't even know if he likes Arizona, but whatever. Uh yeah, I think that this offense is gonna be good. They're running into a very hot offense. The defense will have to play Bell. It's not a good defense, but uh I think they'll keep it close, so uh plus four and a half. Um, my over, I'm going over 41 and a half in Bucks 49ers. Um, I think the Niners are very good. I think the Niners are going to be able to score a lot of points. I'm definitely hoping for 25 plus. And I think the Buccaneers are good enough to score 14, 17, maybe, hopefully. That's all I can kind of ask for them. Uh, I'm just hoping that the Niners just score a lot of points, do what they have been doing. So uh, over 41.5 for Bucks 49ers. My under is under 47.5, Bears-Lions. Um, I'm expecting the Lions' defense to play much better than it did against the Chargers. Uh, Lions got exposed for not having a number one corner in the secondary, but they don't have to worry about that because there isn't a guy like Keenan Allen on the Bears. It's not really a shot at DJ Moore, just very, very different players, uh, very different types of receivers anyways. And you're not really worried about Justin Fields, the thrower, if we're being completely honest. Um, 
And I think Fields won't really look. He broke his thumb on his throwing hand. They say he's healthy, but obviously he's going he's gonna to have some growing pains that first game back. Um, and I think the Bears' defense is, again, they're paying against one of the best offenses in the league. But I think the Bears' defense has been better since they got Montez Sweat. Still not great whatsoever, but under 47. It's a decent, under 47 and a half, decent amount of points. So let's just go there. And my money line dog for the week is I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think this game is truly going to come down to which team turns over the ball less. I somehow trust Kenny Pickett more than another quarterback in the NFL, and that's saying a lot. I think if this was DTR's first start after what I saw in the preseason, I'd be going with the Browns here. But we saw what he looked like in that first start, and it was absolutely terrible. I think he has a chance to obviously be better, be much, much better, um, and that's kind of all we can hope for. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Steelers as my money line dog. Uh yeah, I think that'll do it. I am very excited. I am very excited to watch some Dolphins game. And, oh, it is also my lovely girlfriend's birthday this Sunday. Uh, I will be celebrating with her Sunday. I'm definitely going to be watching some of the games. Don't tell her that. I think she knows, though. But, um, <laughs> but yes, I love you. Happy 26th. Uh, can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. Um, yeah, so happy birthday shout out to you. Moi. Um, yeah, that'll do it though. Uh, if you've liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace.